0: Do you feel overwhelmed by your circumstances? Are you trapped living each day in survival mode? Are you left feeling depleted and exhausted in everything you do, including your health journey? My mission is to help you break free from living this way and teach you how to grow strong from the inside out so that you can ditch the idea of measuring up to impossible standards and start enjoying the act of taking care of yourself instead of dreading it. Get ready to experience life-giving transformation through wellness. A 360-degree approach that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Discover how you can achieve lasting results that will carry you throughout your health journey. So, please join me as we discuss fitness, faith, and fearless living. I'm Jessica Coleman, and this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Hello, friend. Welcome back to Faithfully Fit Motherhood. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to talk about where to start when trying to balance your body after years of dieting. And I want to mention before we get started on anything that this is not medical advice. This episode is for informational and educational purposes only. I am definitely not a doctor, so please know that. I mean, you already know I'm not a doctor, but still, it's just, it's one of those things I like to just, you know, throw in there. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this because this is something that even applies to me um, back from my restrictive eating habit days when I couldn't eat certain foods or I could only eat so much of something or had to eliminate something completely um, and I just wasn't eating enough calories uh, a day. So I definitely relate to all of this and something I'm honestly so passionate about because I feel like you've heard this before, but, you know, it's we've just always been told to, you know, look a certain way. And if we don't look that way, then we need to eat more or sorry, (laughs) exercise more, eat less. And that's just not the case. That's not the truth. Um, And I think too, when women are frustrated either with their health or they want to lose some fat, the first thing that comes to mind is going on a diet. And what happens sometimes is, well, actually often, a lot of the times, um, diets are just so restrictive in nature that our bodies just don't respond well to it. And I mean, maybe initially we lose Quote unquote the weight, but um, you know, everything works in communication with each other in our body. Everything is connected. And although we may be losing the weight, that doesn't mean and that does not always equal health and vitality. Um, so, so important um to have this conversation, especially if you know, um, you've had years of dieting in your history and in your past and you just feel like you're frustrated, this episode is going to be a great place to start if that is your situation that you've been dieting and, you know, your body is very unbalanced, you feel like there's just so many things going on um, and you don't know what the cause is and you want to lose weight, but you know that dieting isn't the answer anymore then this episode is for you because this episode is going to help you um, establish whether your body needs balancing before starting a fat loss phase and how to support your body so that you can be successful in your fat loss phase. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, But yeah, if you guys have any questions, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram. But I'm going to get started with a couple of things that you could look at in your current situation, something that you can assess on your own. um, And it's going to tell you a lot about where your body is at um, in, you know, in homeostasis, in that balancing act. The first thing that's really going to tell you a lot about your health is your menstrual cycle. This is specifically going to tell you about your hormones and hormones are huge role players in how our bodies Um, operate and how they work. I did a separate episode on this called basal body temp and your menstrual cycle, what they tell you about your health. That episode is really going to give you even more information um, and it's going to kind of break this down as well. But I'm going to revisit it here because it is so important, especially as women, we have the reproductive cycle of actually producing life within our bodies. So we have a totally different list of needs compared to men because theirs is just so much different than ours. Um, So a few questions that I would kind of dive into regarding your menstrual cycle is the first one, is your cycle length regular? So between 25 and 35 days, or is it shorter or is it longer longer? if one of those two, it could mean an array of things. It could mean that you're not ovulating. It could be, it could mean that you're not producing enough progesterone, which is the um, hormone that comes in the second phase of your cycle after ovulation. There are array, an array of things that it could be. Um, But what's going to happen is, but if you indicate and you're aware of whether it's shorter or longer than that 25 to 35 days, then you're going to actually be able to say, okay, I need to investigate. Um, And I'm going to mention a book that I really, really enjoyed um, and got so much information from, and it's Taking Charge of Your Fertility by Tony Weschler. And I'm going to link it in this episode again, but it is in the previous episode I mentioned. But that book is going to give you so much information on how to trial and error and really investigate what's going on. The next thing I would ask is, do you have an extremely heavy flow or are you barely getting any periods at all? Those are really going to be huge indications of what's going on as well. Um, do you have a lot of pain during your cycle? Is the cramping just so extremely painful that you have to miss work or school? Um, like, do you feel debilitated? Are you on the couch all day? If so, that's definitely going to be a big indication of things being out of balance. Also your basal body temperature numbers. Um, again, I really go more into detail about this in the other episode, But these numbers are going to indicate any differences in, again, the hormones estrogen and progesterone. And if you have any imbalance, it's gonna tell you a lot about what's going on in your body. A big thing that can be common is estrogen dominance. And when we have estrogen dominance, that just means that, you know, your your body is running more on a stress hormone, stress hormone. Estrogen and cortisol are very uh, much related progesterone is more of the calming hormone so if you're estrogen dominated it's just going to be a little bit more of a contributor to overall stress in your body um not that it shouldn't be there it definitely plays its role and it you know we need estrogen but if we have really high amounts of estrogen it's just like if we have high amounts of cortisol. I mean, cortisol is a natural hormone. We're going to experience that and have that present in our bodies. But again, you don't want to have that excess or really high amount of cortisol in your body. So basal body temperature numbers, again, that's by taking the temperature in the morning right away with your thermometer. Um, and that's going to indicate to you where you're at each day. It's going to tell you if you have both hormones present, if you have fluctuations, um, all the different things. So highly recommend charting in all of this. Um, obviously, it's going to be different for you if you're on any birth control because um, that's going to skew what you're seeing just because you have you're taking the hormones themselves. Um, but if you're not taking any, Birth control or anything that's going to be, um, you know, affecting the hormones, then this is really going to help you to chart. So that would be where I would start is to really look at what your menstrual cycle health is like. Then the next thing that I would look at is your gut health uh, because a lot of nutrients are absorbed in your gut. So all of your vitamins, all of your minerals, everything is going to be. Um, absorbed there and transferred to the rest of your body. So, a question I would ask yourself is: How are my bowel movements? Do I go daily? Am I going multiple times daily? Am I constipated? Do I have symptoms of IBS? What does that look like? And then another question I would ask myself would be: um, Any bloating throughout the day, and is that bloating painful or discomfort or uncomfortable? Um, and is it debilitating? Um, Am am I really avoiding food or, you know, avoiding even going out of my house because of it? Those are some questions to really consider. I don't want to sound or come across that I'm like this expert in menstrual health and gut health. Um, I definitely just more so know the overall roles they play and how to support them. But I mean, for sure, (laughs) there's so much more to this. And That would bring me to my third suggestion would be to consider even getting some lab tests done if you want to dive really deep. Um, Now, I know this is where sometimes Western medicine and functional medicine can differ. Western medicine um, sometimes doesn't necessarily go deep. They kind of just do surface level um, labs. But I mean, that is being really... Um, painting things with the stroke of one brush. I, I don't know the details and I'm sure there are doctors out there who are willing to dive that deep, but if you aren't finding what you're looking for, functional medicine offers that, um, they go into lots of different tests. They do like blood work. They do urine samples. They do, um, like hormone samples, all the different things. And I do realize that this likely costs money. Um, I mean, if you're doing Western medicine in Canada, which is where I live, it's likely going to be covered by healthcare, but if you're doing functional medicine, it's probably going to cost you. So I'm, I'm not saying that this is a hundred percent necessary, but it absolutely could narrow things down for you a lot more clearer, a lot more clarity and a lot quicker. Um, so I would say that is definitely an option as well. And if you're doing these tests, what's happening is you're working with one of those professionals. You're either working with a doctor or you're working with a functional medicine doctor. Um, And they're going to help really um, pinpoint and, you know, give you what you need to really understand what's going on in your body. So now I'm going to give you some tips, just some kind of across the board, um, great places to start. And things to consider to support your menstrual cycle and your gut health, um, because ultimately, if you're doing those two things, you're off to a great start because you're balancing the rest of your body naturally. So you're balancing your hormones, your metabolism. Everything is just going to feel safe and happy. Um, Not perfect. (laughs) Let's let's not forget there's no such thing as perfect health. You're definitely going to have times where things are kind of wacky. but I mean, I know for myself, things used to be so bad. (laughs) Like when I was restricting calories, I didn't have a menstrual cycle. I had symptoms of IBS. I had hormonal crazy cystic acne, like crazy things. And now the shift I see, it's definitely not perfect. I don't have perfect things happening every month um, with my menstrual cycle or my gut health. But whew. I'm telling you night and day, like huge, significant change, like huge, 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 huge. I, I honestly, again, this is why I'm so, so passionate about it. But anyways, let's get into how you can support um, your menstrual cycle and your gut health. So number one thing you can do is to eat enough calories, And I know this is going to be probably the hardest one, because if you've had a past of restricting yourself or dieting, this is going to be a huge, huge thing. It's not even just the physical part of eating enough calories. It's the mind part of eating enough calories. It's going to be hard to wrap your mind around that and actually perform that behavior. So give yourself grace. And definitely, I would say there's a little side note to this. If you've been dieting for a long time and you've been restricting your calories in a significant way, this is done gradually to to increase that calorie count. You want to do it gradually because your body just isn't quite used to it. So you definitely want to do this over time. But it is absolutely positively number one priority. This is huge. <laughs> You're like I can't even tell you the impact this has. And this is one of the puzzle pieces that so many women are missing. I was missing it. And trust me, it the impact it has and how it will improve your health is phenomenal. So that's number one. Number two is balancing your blood sugar levels. I do this by eating every three to four hours. I know this is one of those things where it's like, eh, maybe not 100% necessary. Some women like to go just breakfast, lunch, supper that's fine. You can find your rhythm, but balancing your blood sugar levels is going to be so good for your energy. And it's just going to make your body feel safe and nourished and happy. So I would recommend that as well, looking into that and experimenting with that. The next thing I would say is to not overexercise. Again, it's that thing where it's like, exercise more, eat less. It's one of those things you just have to you know, I mean, technically, scientifically, sure, but no, it, it doesn't mean that we should restrict ourselves extremely on the food end of things and then do really overloaded amounts of exercise and work out seven days a week on the other end. Um, over-exercising is going to put tons of unnecessary stress on your body. Working out itself is a stress. It's a good kind of stress when used in the right context. So I highly recommend sticking to workouts that are less than an hour in nature while you work out. And then I would say three to four, a week, three to four days a week is a great number to strive for. So I would say try to eliminate anything that is more than that um, and limit it, especially while you're balancing your body. If you decide to become an Olympic athlete one day, that might change. But again, <laughs> it all has an impact on your overall health. The next thing I would recommend is to think about minerals. Make sure you're getting enough minerals. You're going to be looking at things like potassium, sodium, magnesium, iron. Um, those are really going to impact your health because minerals are really responsible for absorbing a lot of your nutrients, um, making sure other things in your body function. Um, they're just important for the overall functioning of your organs your your systems everything inside of your body i'll say a side note to this again remember that your gut if it is not happy it's not going to be absorbing those minerals so just keep that in mind trying to you know make sure you're getting the minerals but also making sure is my gut actually healthy and am i actually absorbing what i'm taking in and then the final thing would be stress um making sure that you're trying to manage it never will we eliminate stress completely that's just totally impossible i mean that is totally the human life <laughs> that you're not going to ever not have stress but if you can minimize the stress and you can allocate the energy you're you're giving to stress to other things um and actually make it a positive thing, that's going to be awesome. And that's going to help you a lot in the long run. And of course, sleep, I don't want to miss that sleep is huge. So just kind of a side note too on supporting your gut health. Um, I, I want to recommend and I'm going to link it in this episode, but check out Cambria joy on YouTube. She is practicing to be a nutrition therapy practitioner. Um, so she has a lot of insight on all of this. I've been following her for years. I trust her information wholeheartedly, but she explains all of the gut health stuff really well. So I highly recommend clicking the link and watching the YouTube video in the description. She's going to give you a lot of details. Um, one of the big things that she points out is um, sometimes we even need to reduce certain irritating foods just temporarily. And of course, this looks different for everyone. So just, just allowing yourself to have some trial and error and not be afraid of being more objective and experimenting and allowing room for mistakes and you know, just letting yourself try things out. Um, but everything listed so far is going to give you such a great head start in balancing your body. And if you want to really get deep, like I said, um, there are so many professionals out there that can help you. Um, and I can, I even refer you to some, if you, um, you know, need some help finding somebody. So let me know, reach out. Um, if you have any additional questions, let me know. Um, but again, this is going to just this is going to make such a huge impact on your starting point especially if fat loss is in mind for the future and just remember that you know we take things one stride at a time and not to stress and just to take it slow and remember that you know you want to start in that state of homeostasis and your body feeling safe and happy otherwise everything else is just going to be that much harder to achieve and sustain So hopefully this all made sense. Um, Yeah, again, I could go on about this forever, but I'm going to cut the episode here. We'll be talking about more of all of this in the future as time goes on. Um, But that is what this episode is today. Um, if you enjoy what you hear, I don't say this a lot, but if you enjoy it with what you hear, please give the podcast a rating, um, and a review. If you want to share the podcast episode, even on your Instagram, all of those things are super helpful in getting the podcast seen and helping as many women as we possibly can. So thank you again for joining me today. I hope you're having an awesome day and until next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that what we talked about encouraged you. I'm so glad you're here and always know that I'm cheering you on. Want more resources? Visit my website www.faithfullyfitmotherhoodandwellnessinc.mykajabi.com or contact me anytime on Instagram at jess.coleman. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, please screenshot this episode and share it on your social media so that we can continue to spread the mission of living in the abundance God has intended for us. We are here to serve and lead each other to Christ, so let's set this world on fire with God's love. Be blessed, friend. Until next time, this is Faithfully Fit Motherhood.